talking about? Yeah, you're going to speak. That's not what I signed up for on this bike. <laughs> Tell me what the story of this week is. Oh, we're jumping right into it. Yes. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Let's go. Let's go. So I, I kind of dealt with a, a first today. It, it seemed like it was going to be a routine thing. I got a Facebook message from a prospect. And I'm not going to say names because there's still a chance that this individual comes into the gym. Mm. So if this person comes into the gym and listens to this podcast, this is educational purposes. I'm not judging. Just this is going to help. I hopefully help other people because I, I have a hope. And I hate hope, but I hope <laughs> that I did something for this individual today. So, today's Sunday for us. We're recording this on Sunday. So, yesterday, Saturday, um, after all the classes were over, um, did my relaxation, did 20 minutes in the sauna, I think close to an hour in the hot tub yesterday. Um, but then when I was done with all of that, I checked my phone, and I see a message on Facebook for, for the gym's page, the gym's Facebook page, introduced himself said that and he introduced himself with his his fighter nickname and everything even he's O and O um he says he's O and O in MMA and he has an upcoming fight March 4th Saturday was February 4th so 4 weeks mm. he's going to have his first fight and he's looking for a gym and a team to call home mm. which leads me to believe he's not trained. So I was like, all right, you know, this one's, this isn't the first. I, I've heard it before, you know, so I went through the usuals. I was like, you know, you're more than welcome to come in, try the class. You got trial period, just go to the website, you know, sign up for your free trial there. But I have a rule that I'm not going to, I don't corner fighters that haven't been training with me for at least a year just so that I have enough time to get to know the fighter and the fighter has enough time to get to know me. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to tell him, you know, you're untrained, you know, what, things like that. Well, cause it could be because he could be a you know, fighter, fighter. It could be, right? Yeah, and I yeah. thought about that. Yeah. You know, so that's why I went that route. Got it. I was like, if you choose to give us a try, you know, go to the website, sign up for your free trial. If you decide to continue to look for a gym, I wish you the best of luck on your fight. Mm-hmm. And... He didn't respond back, so I figured it was it was a done deal. Yeah. Um, but then when I woke up on Sunday, I see a message, so I click on it. It's a video of this person hitting a punching bag, and he said, "This is what my hands look like. One year? Question mark. Done deal." What? So I wasn't one hundred percent sure what the message meant, but I was intrigued. To see this video so i clicked on the video it was 19 second video of him hitting the back and chin up in the air punches coming down to his shoulders mm-hmm. he does a duck under bob and weave kind of thing with his face sticking out mm-hmm. you know so it was i was like all right this person is has not been formally trained mm-hmm. <clears throat> so me not knowing what to do because it's the first time anyone's ever sent me a video trying to convince me to 
right? Yeah. Training. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll train them. Yeah. So I responded. I was like, if it's okay, if I can just give some quick feedback. You know, I told him about his hands. I told him about his hips. I told him about his head placement. He's in the center line. He's ducking under with his face sticking out, leaving him open for kicks. Yeah. Uppercuts, you know, that whole spiel. Yeah. And he responded with, uh, I love feedback. Feedback's great. I'm not going to get better if I think that I'm doing everything correctly in my head. Hmm. I was like, your response? I was like, okay, cool. Awesome. Like I said, you're more than welcome to check out the free trial if you want to, you know, try us out. But if you choose to train with us, you're not fighting this year with us. Mm. And then he responds, so I have to pull out for March 4th. Mm. I was like, if you're going to train with us, then yes. Because it's just not enough time for us to get to know each other. And, and quite frankly, it's not enough time to make the adjustments that I just gave you feedback on. Mm. In addition to that, it would be unfair to my other fighters that have gone through this. You know, I, I got... Uh, Leo's about to start a training camp. Caesar's about to start a training camp. How many it, weeks is that? Just to clarify. Um, How many weeks we're, do you fighters? Uh, we're going to do a 10-week camp for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's yeah. expecting to fight in four weeks. Yeah. And versus people that they've been at the gym for at least a year and you still give them 10 weeks mm-hmm. to train for their fight. And that's even if they fight because, you know, sometimes other opponents pull out. So yep. he's expecting four weeks out of what the requirement is, essentially. Yeah. Mm, okay. You know, so I didn't want to leave him with just that. So I, I went a step forward. I told him I've been doing I, I've been in this sport for 13 years. I have coaches that have been doing this for up to 40 years. Mm. You know, we never seen people that rush fights find true success in the sport mm-hmm. I was like it, it's, it's not worth it you know trust the process in it mm-hmm. it's it's not just let's see how many fights I can get real quick it's you, you don't want to just be a fighter you want to be a great fighter he said yeah I want to be the fighter that nobody wants a part of I was like then that takes time mm-hmm. to develop your craft yeah. you know so don't rush it and he said I'm all about it blah 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 I was like, well, the first step to that commitment is signing up for the free trial through our website. Mm-hmm. You know, that was 12 hours ago. And as of right now, he still hasn't put in the, signed up for the free trial. You know, so that's why I'm saying I have hope that maybe I did something. You know, obviously, I, I see his name. I'm not going to put his name out there like that. Yeah. But after March 4th, I'm going to search to see if someone under that name fought and see what happened because it's just... And that kind of sparked because when, when I told the story to my mom, she thought he was very arrogant. And I told her, I don't think he's arrogant. I just don't think he knows how things work. Yeah. You know, and that's where it's like, is it ignorance? Is it arrogance? Mm-hmm. You know, because I think sometimes depending on the person, some people, it, it almost might blend together. You know, and I'm using ignorance in the, the very literal form. I know that word gets thrown around as an insult, but I'm talking ignorance as in you, you're unaware of something. Yeah, I looked it up on Google. It's literally the lack of knowledge on things. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be a derogatory term mm-hmm. or trying to insult anybody. You're mm-hmm. just ignorant about a topic. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I, I know that word gets dropped a lot as an insult, but I'm not trying yeah. to use it as an insult in, in this um, conversation. It's just, it, it's the lack of knowledge, you know, yeah. and 
I, I'm a big believer that sometimes ignorance is bliss. You know, you don't have to know everything that's going on because sometimes that knowledge can can cause it. And I, I, we might have talked about, we've had so many talks on the podcast and outside of the podcast where I related to, to Thanos in okay. the Avengers movies, right? And yeah. there's one part where he talks to, to Iron Man and he says that you two have been cursed with knowledge. Mm. And that line always stuck out. out of all the hours that those movies took, that's the line that stuck out for me. Because I do think sometimes knowledge is a curse, you know, because when you know something, because I, I wish I didn't have some of the knowledge of the, the mental aspect that it takes to, to fight, because then otherwise I, I would do it, because that's the only part that's holding me back from, from wanting to, to compete in the cage again, you know, is knowing the, the, the knowledge of knowing how much it takes to get into that mindset to be successful in the cage, you know, with me running the business and having other competitors. I don't think I can do that right now, you know, but that's the knowledge that I have that kind of prevents me from maybe going after a goal, you know, and sometimes that knowledge him, yeah. leads to fear, right? That knowledge leads to fear. Yeah. With him is that he definitely has the guts, you know, to yeah. say, I want to fight. Mm -hmm. And that's something that a lot of people take too much caution from Yeah. fighting because they know the consequence and they know what it takes to fight. Mm -hmm. So then they back off once they realize the process, but he's, He's just like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Even though he hasn't gone through that, the process of training camp and doing a step-by-step -step and learning the techniques. Especially if he hasn't even taken a class. Right. It's like, and that's where, I remember like many times that previous fighters that have been wanting to fight with the gym and stuff, they come in, they do one sparring session and then they quit. Yeah. And it's because they see the process and it's like, it's just not like, oh, I'm just going to go in and fight. You know, and, and I kind of related to, you know, the ignorance part mm -hmm. when when I first started training, you know, I, I trained with my cousin, my cousin 6'2". Yeah. And I'm not. <laughs> and I would struggle sparring with him because I could never reach his head. But there was one punch, and at the time that I was training, I wasn't with victory yet, but I kept landing overhand. What I now know is an overhand. Back then, it was just me ducking my head and throwing my hand up, hoping that it lands, and it landed every single time that I threw it. Mm. You know, I was like, this punch works. So the next week when we went back to training, I throw it again, and, and it would land. Once I got to victory, and they taught me what the overhand was, and they taught me how to throw it properly, and the almost the dangers if you throw it improperly or wild, yeah. the repercussions of, you know, Anthony through a, a bad overhand one time and he tore his bicep you know or you leave yourself wide open and you get kicked and once I started going against people that had been in the cage and stuff that I started getting kicked um, that knowledge stopped me from throwing my overhand and which is a punch that I found to be very successful and we see it with students that kind of are learning how to grapple for the first time and you know they're they're put in positions and they don't know what kind of danger that they're in in that position so yeah. You know, sometimes they tap too late or they don't tap at all and then they get hurt. But it's that ignorance that gives them that courage almost. Yeah. You know, so it could be a double-edged sword. Um, and then on, on, the, on the flip side of it with the arrogance, you know, Mark and, and Anthony were at the gym on, on Saturday. They rolled with the guys. And I got to talk to Mark for a few minutes after class in, in my office. And Oh, no, no, even before that, even before that he called Caesar over and he, he told him that he was really good. He was really 
impressed with, with Caesar. Mm-hmm. And he, even Mark told Caesar, is like, you know, that could be a bad thing, though, that you're getting this good this quick. Because for some people, it builds that arrogance that you don't need to learn anymore because you're this good. He's like, so just make sure that you keep it in your head that you're never done learning. And that no matter what, you can always learn something. That was the, the advice that Mark gave Caesar. Yeah. You know, and Caesar took it and, you know, he took it with a lot of respect. You know, he has a lot of respect for Mark. Yeah. Um, but when I t- spoke to Mark in the office after that class, and he spoke to me about Caesar again, and the thing that he was most impressed by was Caesar's humility. He was very humble. Mm-hmm. You know, because even after that advice, you know, Caesar said that that's what he was going to do, and Caesar's done that. Yeah. You know, and for for someone like Mark that's been around the sport for so long to be impressed by that you know because he's worked with you know like Manny Vasquez he's been pro fighter and he's I think he's ranked number 12 in the world in jiu-jitsu right now you know so he's seen a lot of people that are physically and technically impressive but the thing that impressed Caesar in addition to those things was his humility you know so I think that speaks volumes on how much arrogance can affect how well you are or your success in the sport and how much ignorance can almost be a beneficial thing sometimes if you know where to draw those lines yeah because now i look at the other side of the token with arrogance that people that have been in the cage or have had longer time right in the sport they feel that arrogance Mm -hmm. thinking that they're better than other people that are newer just because they had more experience or longer time training yeah and so now you have people like Caesar that just started about a year or two ago, and he's you know he's getting better, but he doesn't want to put himself that high. Yeah. Which is a good thing because now he always wants to get better. But yeah, as long as he is humble enough to continue to work on himself mm-hmm. and not let that get to his head, then he'll he'll definitely get better. Yeah, and with yeah. Mark, Mark and I also talked about Coach Crest because. Mark couldn't make it the, the weekend that Coach Crest was there. Um, and we were talking because he asked how it was and stuff. And and I told him, you know, Coach Crest is going to be 70 this year. You know, and, and Mark couldn't believe it because obviously we have, everyone that's listening has probably seen him if you've been to my Instagram. He doesn't look 70. Mm-hmm. You know, and he doesn't move like he's 70. He doesn't act like he's 70, you know, because mm-hmm. he's still out there throwing people around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I told him, because Mark wanted to work with him, and I told him he, Coach Crest was very much of a has a, a catch wrestling base on the ground, which is Mark's what Mark likes. Mm-hmm. Um, I told him with the striking, you know, he has a very different style of striking. You know, he's he's trained with Oscar Bravo, who's a professional boxer and kickboxer, and he has a very savak style of kickboxing. Mm-hmm. You know, which is different than what we're accustomed to. You know, I told him, but that's great because it gives everyone just a different view. Mm-hmm. And Mark said that that's what all this is about. Is you know, Mark's learned all this stuff over the past 30 40 years mm-hmm. and he's still willing to see things that are different because he wants to learn different styles to see what works and what he can put together which at the end of the day is what bruce lee left with us yeah. and that's what bruce lee did wow that's well i'm glad that yeah you're going through that phase now with your coaches you know kind of putting yourself in that mindset mm-hmm. and, and now seeing pretty much the the efforts that you put it into your students you know yeah. and that's where it's always important to put that knowledge into your students right because yeah. you don't want them to be ignorant either about these things mm-hmm. and so 
I, I like that you are able to recognize that and put those things together like back to back and then see that yeah this this is what it is for your students this mm -hmm. is what you want for your life this is what you want for for people but even with with what happened with this guy what do you think that you know people they, they're, there's gonna be times where the, you're gonna find more students coming in like that you know yeah. this, this is the generation that a lot of people watch the UFC they watch you know Bellator the ultimate fighter and you're gonna get a lot of those so from here on out, how are you planning on handling this type of situation that you're gonna continue <laughs> to that that's you know like cause you're gonna get a lot of that and now you know you're all over social media so you're gonna get a lot of students you know approaching you like hey I want to fight that that's something that I know that I'm gonna have to handle yeah it's just I haven't put my brain to it because you know the the one year thing I think is fair for people that have never trained but like you said if we do have people that have competed before yeah. you know it might I might have to adjust that rule a little bit because then how unfair am I gonna be to them you know if someone comes in they're five and all and they just move to the area and they need a place to train yeah. who am I to say well you got to wait a year because I got to see what you got and, they probably and he's got five five fights you know so in that case, you know, might have to watch the fights and sit down with them to kind of see what's going on and, and just get a feel for them, you know, because yeah. I, I've told so many people that, you know, fighting is part of what we do, but it's not all we do, yeah. um, you know, so if, if, I, if I get a fighter that makes it to the UFC, awesome. If I don't, cool, you know, because that's not necessarily one of my goals. Mm -hmm. um, my goal is to help my students reach their goals no matter what they are. So if their goal is the UFC, all right, we're going to work to get there, Yeah. you know, but I haven't 100% thought about it. I, I'm not exactly looking forward to that because I do enjoy, and, and this kind of goes back to what Coach Kress said, that he almost dreaded teaching freshmen, but he's been, he, he likes it because it's kind of the, the intro and he gets to... Mold. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what I like, you know, because it's just... There's certain habits that are hard to break. I still have certain habits that, that I, I learned in wrestling that don't carry over very well mm -hmm. um, in jujitsu or, or MMA. Um, you know, so I think every everywhere there's going to be bad habits. You know, but if you can kind of mold them from, from the beginning, it's going to be easier because if someone that's never trained before yeah. and they're dropping their hands, that's easier to fix than someone that's been training for 10 years and they've been dropping their hands for 10 years yeah. because that's what they're used to, you know? So it's, it's not something that I'm necessarily looking forward to. I know that's something that I'll probably have to deal with in the future. Yeah. But as of right now, it's kind of just, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. Why do you think some people develop that, like that arrogance that's so close to ignorance and arrogance? I used to blame the coaches, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Um, I used to blame it on people that hyped people up. But I, I think it's the, the person, you know, the, the self that does it. Because I think I had hints of arrogance when I shouldn't have. Um, the first trainer that I had would tell people that I was 120 pounds, but I hit like I was 185. And striking's never been my strong point, especially when I first started. You know, but he was trying to hype me up, you know. So I think that's where... 
I've told the story before about the first phone call that I had with Anthony when I was going to join Victory, that I had that arrogance that I hear from some people now, and it does like it drives me crazy that I sounded like that one time because I hate those, I hate getting calls like that, you know. But my my first day at Victory like really humbled me because it's like in my mind I've been training for a year and a half. I'm ready to fight. And in that two-hour class that I took on my first day at Victory, just trumped everything that I had learned a year and a half at the other place. Wow. You know, so from that that was a very humbling experience for me because I, in my mind I had a wrestling background, I was in decent shape, and I had experience. Yeah. This this just put me in the cage already, you know. Yeah. And having struggled getting to the through the basic class was a very humbling experience. You know, and when Mark and Anthony come in and Coach Crest was in last week and I briefly talked to Mark, I was like, it's like uh, to have Coach Crest in the gym last week and then have them this week, it was just, it was, wow. You know, it was like, what did I do to deserve this? You know, that to have my coaches come in and and help build my students up, you know, and, and not only build them up, but be impressed by them and tell me, hey, you're doing a good job here. Yeah. You know, but I still that that humbles me so much. Though it's like it, it doesn't give me the idea that I I should be arrogant or I should hold back now because uh, well my coaches are impressed. They think I'm doing a good job. I'm just gonna keep doing this because yeah. I still want to grow. You know, so I think for for people that feel like there's no more room to grow or they've already grown to their limit, which no one has a limit for growth unless you set it there yeah. that's where people really become arrogant if they think that they know everything yeah. they haven't been challenged enough mm-hmm. that's what I've noticed about people that have said oh I'm stuck or I'm yep. not learning anything is because you're not challenging yourself enough yep. there's always a challenge mentally physically and if you're not learning you're stopping yourself from being challenged and that's what I tell the kids even the kids class because we'll get through the warm up and some kid will be like I'm not even sweating. And he'll say it kind of like, hi, you know? Yeah. I was like, well, you weren't pushing yourself hard enough. Mm. You know, and and that's the other part that I love so much about the sport is that you solely are responsible for how difficult that workout's going to be. You know, so if you don't feel like you're growing, you have no one to blame but yourself. What was it? It It was an incident. We don't have to say names, but it was someone in the class that I think they called you out, right? For one of the classes, saying that it wasn't. It was the warm up. It was the warm up. Yeah, that person said that that warm up was easier than than before. And because it was with, we did some jumping jacks and some other stuff. I was like, well, if I give you forty five seconds to do jumping jacks, and then you do five, it's gonna be a lot easier than someone that took those forty five seconds to try to get a jumping jack per second. Mm-hmm. You know, so. You can call the workout easy, or you can call yourself lazy for not pushing yourself as much as you can. You know, talked about it with Coach Kress. It's like there's certain people, you tell them to jump. There's a selected group of people that are going to say, okay, how high do you want me to jump? And there's another group of people that are going to be like, okay, why are we jumping? Yeah, And that's where I see the, the connection with, with arrogance and ignorance. Because you're so ignorant about what's the process and yeah. what it should be. Or what it could be, yeah. And then you think that you got it, and then you you become ar- um, arrogant about it. Yeah. You don't. 
And then when people come up to me and say, I, I feel like I'm not learning. I was like, okay. How, what, what does learning this sport really feel like? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not sparring, if you're not doing anything with it, it's like, what's your definition of not learning? Mm-hmm. Or what's your definition that you feel like you, can, you should be doing more? How do you know these things if you've never gone through it? You know, I mean, so I'm pretty sure if you were to ask them, give me all of the submissions, all of the the takedowns that we attempted this month, where yeah. are they? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're not gonna know the names. <laughs> yep. Well, did you really learn them then? And I, I'm pretty sure this story's been told too of another student that said that he didn't need the basic class, mm-hmm. but he didn't know what a kimura was. You know, and I, I told him, I was like, you really don't know a technique until you can break it down. Because he also said that slowing things down, the, the, the basic class was too slow for him. Yeah. You know, I was like, well, if you can't slow down the technique, you really don't know it. And he didn't agree with me on that one. Yeah. You know, but I truly don't. If I didn't become an instructor for the sport, I don't know if I would have this much of an understanding of the techniques that I have. If I didn't have to teach them. Because when you have to teach them, you're forced to break each thing down to a level that I don't think fighters necessarily do. Yeah, but that that's the best way to understand something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Break breaking things down yeah. and really understanding each concept. Yeah. And what the goal is, right? Because there's certain things like, like I said, 13 years for me in April. Uh, when it comes to training MMA, mm-hmm. you know, my first day of wrestling practice was 17 years ago. That man that was there on day one comes into the gym last week and he's showing relatively simple things that are just mm-hmm. clicking light bulbs in the right. back of my head because he, he broke things down in a way that I just never saw it before or I didn't think about it like that before. Mm-hmm. You know, so even after all these years of this, I'm still learning things from the basics. You know, it was Coach Crestwood. He went over a jab, a cross, front round kick, rear round kick, and a double leg. Yep. That's what we do. That's that's the basic class. But he taught it in such a different way that even for me, it was like, okay, this is what I got to fix myself. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, it's just a better way of understanding it and saying it differently. Yeah. And that's what he was talking about in the last podcast, that you got to teach it many different ways. And if you can teach it to a five-year-old compared to a 50-year-old, then you got it. Yep. And yeah. so I think uh, it will be like a nice challenge for anyone that ever says that to you. Teach it to me. Teach it. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. The next time someone says that they want to fight without the year, I'm going to have them teach a kid's class. <laughs> teach a kid's class or whatever. I don't understand. Yeah, or teach I, a kid's I feel class like I got or a basic it. class. Yeah. I feel like I got mm-hmm. it. Teach it to me. Yeah. Oh, that's going to burn. Yeah. Because that's everyone's like, shit. That's everyone's Because essentially, that's, that's what I did with that one guy that said he didn't need the basic class. I started asking him questions about the basic class, and he couldn't tell me anything. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And every time that you ask people to teach a certain technique, a lot of people back up because it's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. You go three weeks of teaching these things. It's like, all right, who wants to teach, now. to teach it now? And everyone gets real hesitant. You know, and that's understandable because three weeks isn't enough time. But then that's kind of why I do it to show people. It's like, you might have seen it. You might understand what I'm telling you to do. But that doesn't mean that you know it. Because you have to apply it. Yeah. Yep. I think that's the key to a lot of things too. You can 
see you can exactly you can see you can wrap it but unless you apply it in real life with someone giving you resistance defense do you really got it yeah mm. and that's again another that's the ignorance yeah you're ignorant about how to apply these things and whether or not you know these things and then you're acting like very arrogantly that you got it you yeah. know so yeah it's it's a process yeah but that's what I learned this weekend <laughs> yeah I mean as long as you are aware of those things you can show it and explain it better to us because even even the ones that are ignorant don't know that they're ignorant you know, because that's another thing. Like and that's one of the almost the beauty of ignorance for some people is that they don't know that they don't know. Right. You know, and and that's what I've gotten to tell some of the people that come in. I was like, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, and my coaches used to tell me that, and I didn't never understood what they meant. And so I was like, okay, I didn't know that. It's like, and I didn't know that I was missing that piece of information. Mm-hmm. You know, when something is that new to you, and and what almost becomes frustrating sometimes because it's difficult for me to explain things is also one of the things that I enjoy about what I do is that not everybody that comes into the gym is an MMA fan. Mm. They'll do it because they heard about it or you know they heard it was a good workout or they want to learn self-defense or whatever and then they become a fan of the sport after they start doing it. Yeah. That's so cool to me. you know. But those people don't know a lot of the times what they're getting themselves into yeah yeah until they do it mm-hmm. yeah and that's why some of them don't last yeah like one or two classes one month in three months in and they're done yeah because it's difficult mm-hmm. it sounds easy it looks badass if anything you know it looks very um intimidating sometimes or it just looks really cool you know you see it on on social media or you see it on movies but it's not like that mm-hmm. you actually have to put your body through it your mind and your body through it yep and yeah that's something that that takes years and that's why if if that guy if he's ever trained before in his life that he should have already known the process mm-hmm. and because he wants to fight in a month he wants the gym to represent then that's how you know yeah. And I told him that too. I was like, if you want to do this right, looking for a home gym and a team a month before your first fight isn't the way to go. Mm. So hopefully, even if he doesn't come to the gym, hopefully he he took those words and did something, and maybe he finds another place. Hopefully he finds another place or this uh, or us. Yeah. And he take if he really wants to fight, he takes the time to to learn the sport, to learn himself. And do it the right way. You gotta be coachable too. Like you gotta listen to your coaches. This yeah. is like your first. Essentially, this is the beginning of your training camp. Can you listen to your coach? Yep. And respect your coach. Yep. Because it's like you can ask for all this advice, but if you're not gonna listen to the people that are gonna back you up in that cage, then why mm. are you even asking them? Man, help? his last message that he sent me was, "I hear you, coach. We'll be in touch." So, what? Like we'll see. Right. We will see. I've heard all of this before. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Just listening to these things just makes me realize how just people don't care. Some people don't care, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, yeah, they're okay with just finessing or just to clarify, just tricking people, deceiving people, or just yeah. pretending like 
They want to do something. They want to do something, but they don't really want to do anything. Well, Tess, you're learning a lot about life. Yep. <laughs> people. Yeah. People, people, people. People will try to show you what they want you to see, but you got to be willing and able to see through that and to see what it really is. Mm. Thanks for sharing that. Now I know. Get myself into the future, future fires, right? Yep. But that's it. That's all I had. I thought, I thought that'd be a a good, good little story. It's a good one. It makes me think about people and their ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, next time I someone tells me a statement, like where did you get that? Right? I have yeah. a question. I have to, like, where did you get that information? Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that you you told me and Carla about when we first met. Mm-hmm. Remember we were saying something and you asked us, where did you get that information? Yeah. That, that, that's always been my thing. That's why, like, the people that fight over politics and stuff, I was like, half the things that you guys are fighting about is hearsay. Let me hear it directly from the source. Yeah. You know, where did you get this information? You know, because this is how rumors get started. This yeah. is how all of this gets started. Like, let me hear it from the source. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what it is. And if you want to know people like you got to hear it from the sources like don't it would be interesting to for me to talk to that guy and be like what makes you think you can fight in a month yeah I <laughs> like right. yeah what who signed you up for this fight well remember <laughs> there was another guy too remember he fought in the um, Leo's card which one I don't want to say names, but he was a guy that he came into your basic class for like a month. Oh, no? yeah, 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 that one, yeah. So there was another guy, too, that was going to fight in a month, I think, or I don't know. No, how so when he signed up, he didn't tell us anything of a fight. Mm. You, I was in the locker room with Leo when you texted me saying, isn't he in your basic class? Yep. I was like, yeah. He's like, well, he's fighting tonight. Yeah, it's like, what the... Mm-hmm. I'm like, I could have seen, sworn that I saw the guy. And he went all, he went 0-2 in his first two fights. I don't know uh, if he kept fighting after that, you know. But he had no background when he started with us. And he's, he didn't represent us. Right. Still, you, you know, but like, guy, come on, man. Still training MMA, but like, hey, say something. Yep. Let us help you. Help yourself by letting us help you. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah. But that's where you have to know yourself too because you have to know why you're not saying things to certain people. Like, what's if you're coming to a place to train, why not tell someone that you're doing something? Hey, what's there to hide? Yeah. 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 People that have things to hide will will do that. Will pretend, will make it seem like they're doing something else. Will be quiet about it, you know? Yeah. Until it comes out. Our listeners know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's the other thing that we love about the sport is that we see things through the sport that you can start applying to life and stuff. And, and that's what April and Monica said after their blue belt test last week. Yeah. They said that they've taken the things that they've learned through the sport and, and started applying it to life. 
you know so now it's just making sure that the right things are applied in the right places when when we see certain things yeah that's true that's true we need to clarify those things so mm -hmm. we clarify the ignorance and therapy yep. yeah keep this one nice and short i know last week's was was a bit on the longer side with coach Cress. i could talk to that man for forever um so if you haven't checked that one out he there's he drops a lot of truth bombs and and a lot of knowledge in that one so if you haven't heard that one yet because you were intimidated by how long it was go listen to that one take your time with it if you've already heard it go listen to it again because I, like I said I'm, I feel so lucky and blessed to have that man in my corner for as long as I've had him in my corner um, if you guys missed out on the day that he was at the gym I'm sure it's not going to be the last day he was there he's already talking about coming back but if you guys cannot wait for that or you enjoyed him so much he is doing a three hour seminar over at the gym that he trains at on February 25th it's from 2 to 5 p.m. They're going to be divided into three sections. The first section, I believe, is takedown. Second one is takedown defense. Uh, third, third, the third one is, I think, uh, street self-defense slash takedowns to submissions. Mm. Um, he's kind of blending self-defense with his, his wrestling and MMA, which is something we talked about as well. Uh, but again, that's going to be February 25th from 2 to 5 p.m., you can register for all three sections or just one or two, whatever you guys want. Um, if you do all three, I, I believe it's $99. So it's a really good deal to get three hours of, of that kind of knowledge. Um, if you just want to do one uh, session, I think it's $49 from what I saw. Um, I have the link up on my, my stories this week. I'll keep reposting it until it comes out. Um, but it's going to be over at the Deggerberg Academy. I'm planning on being there, so it's 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 going to be awesome times. Uh, you get to train with different types of people, different kind of knowledge. Um, and if you haven't met Coach Crest, you you guys got to meet Coach Crest. Um, but that's coming up as well. Um, follow us on our social medias so you can keep up with all those things. I'm at Taz MMA underscore Fitness on all major social media flat platforms. Um, Nene is on YouTube. Nene MMA and on Patreon. Um, Taz Knows is also on YouTube. We're going to be dropping that video, let's see, probably not this week, but next week. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that to Nene probably for the first time. That, but we're going to put it. The video's been ready. It's just I have so many other things have popped up and then I get cold feet. But next week is the week that that video will go up and then I'll start posting a little bit more different kinds of stuff on uh, the Taz Knows YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to that as well. Um, and then you can follow Nene on Instagram at Nene underscore MMA underscore CMM. You can follow the gym at Warrior Evolution MMA on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as well. Um, that's it. I think that's it for this week. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you back next week. Bye.